of our covenant partners, visitors, friends. Thank you for being here this morning. We want to say good morning to the SoundCloud listeners. Amen? Amen. Amen. As we get ready to go into the word of the Lord, amen. And I tell you of a truth, the Lord, as always, chooses the message. Amen? Amen. So if you keep a journal, we're going to ask you to get your pen, your pad, and your Bibles. Your Bibles on your iPad, your Bibles on your phone, but please open the Word of God. Amen? Amen. This morning, if you're going to label your journal and if we're going to label the SoundCloud message, we're going to talk about six rules of prayer. We're going to talk about six rules of prayer. Amen? Amen? And let me say this right now. Rules do not come to bind us. Rules come to strengthen whatever we're doing. Amen? Amen? And so this morning, these six rules of prayer are not to put us in bind bondage, but rules give strength to your prayer life. Say that with me. Say rules, rules. will give strength, will give strength to, my to my prayer life. So what you're going to hear this morning is you're going to hear, we might not be able to get into all six of them, but you're going to hear these different types of prayers, but within them, there are rules to abide by in order to make sure our prayers are answered. Amen? Amen. Six rules of prayer. So the first one that we're going to start with, it is called the prayer of agreement. The prayer of agreement. So if you would, please go to Matthew, the 18th chapter. Thank you, Lord. Matthew, the 18th chapter. And we're going to take a look at this. And this is called the prayer of agreement. Matthew 18, verse 19. Amen. And it says, again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, Anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father, which is in heaven. Amen. He says, for where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Is that in your Bible? Amen. Now, we're going to stick with the word of God on all of these. So, first of all, he says, in the prayer of agreement, there at least has to be two of you, amen? amen? And you have to be touching as you are agreeing, agreeing as touching, agreeing as touching, asking anything, it shall be done of them from my, from my Father which is in heaven. So where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. So that word agreeing as touching is to harmonize together, amen. okay? So in the prayer of agreement, one of the rules is, is that you need to be praying about the same thing. Amen. You can't be all off in left field. One of you, are, you're praying for this and the other one is praying for that. No, it is to be unharmonizing. It's to make a symphony together, not off key. Amen. Okay? The next rule is, it's about whatever you are praying. Watch this. According to the word of God. 
So if I'm going to ask God anything and everything, I need to know what's in the word of God. If I'm going to go to God and I'm coming and I'm agreeing and touching with someone, I need to know that what we're asking for, is it in the word of God? Is it in that holy Bible? Does it line up with God's word? You want your prayer answered, don't you? All right, you've been struggling. Some of you have been struggling. And God said, I don't want you to struggle anymore. Amen? He says, now, if you do this, it will come to pass. More rules. He says, for where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Drawn together as my followers. Yeah. Uh-oh. That means I can't just go get anybody. I know you don't like that. You used to just grabbing anybody and say, hey, come on and pray with me. But the word of God says, hallelujah. They, y'all, you need to be, and I need to be drawn together as God's followers, as Christ's followers in his name. Amen. We old school. What's God's name? Jesus Christ. Thank you. Now, we, we can't go back and do a lesson on his name. The angel told Joseph and Mary to call him Jesus. Reason being is because he was going to save his people from their sins. Christ is not Jesus' last name. Jesus Christ, Christ means the anointed one. It means he came anointed. Anointed means he he bears and carries the destroying yoke, (laughs) burden moving, yoke destroying power of God. So he says you need to be drawn together as my followers in my name. He says then I am in the midst of thee. Is that in your word? Amen. Go to Exodus chapter 3. See, you want some power in your praying. Amen. I don't know about nobody else, but I need power. I need the power of God when I'm praying. Because the power is what removes the burden and destroys the yoke. Amen. Yeah, I need some yokes destroyed. I need some burdens removed. Amen. Go to Exodus chapter 3, Amen. verse 14. And we're going to explain that I am. He says, I am in the midst of them. Exodus 3, 14. And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. Is that in your Bible? He says, I am that I am. I am. What does that mean? Listen at this. Now, listen. Jesus says, where there are two or three gathered together in my name, he says, there I am in the midst. He says, I'm going to show up. Look who you got in the midst of you. Amen? Amen. He says, I am, meaning self-existent, self-sufficient, therefore all-sufficient, and he has no dependency on any other. So you need to make sure the people you are praying with are all in agreement and they are followers of Jesus Christ and the word of the Lord is used in the prayer. You want Jesus to show up, don't you? Self-existent, self-sufficient, therefore all sufficiency. And guess what? When Jesus comes to the prayer meeting, he brings all of himself to the prayer meeting. My goodness. 
Just two of you and Jesus? What else do you need? Tell me what else would you need? Ooh, somebody say, when I go back and I begin to pray and I get my prayer partner, the one that's in Jesus' name, the one that's a believer in Jesus Christ, we go invite Jesus in the prayer. Because he's all sufficient, all sufficiency, self-sufficient. He don't need no help. I don't know what else you would need. Amen. That's the prayer of agreement. And those are the rules. The next prayer is the prayer of faith. Go to Mark 11. Mark 11. Thank you, Father. Ooh, all I keep hearing the Holy Ghost say is you want power when you pray. Amen. You don't want your prayer to be bouncing off the walls. You want power when you pray. Amen. Amen. You want your prayers answered. Amen. Amen. We still got people in 2023 who says, you know, I've been praying a long time. My prayer's not getting answered. I don't know what's going on. Because we have to pray according to the word of God. Amen. Amen. The prayer of faith, Mark 11, 24. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. All right. Now, this one, it says, therefore, I say unto you what things soever you desire when you pray. When you pray. <laughs> when you pray. That's if you got a prayer life. Right. Somebody say, I need a prayer life. Say, in times like these, I need a prayer life. He says, therefore, I say unto you what things soever you desire. Ooh, I like that. He says, whatsoever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Amen. Is that in your Bible? Amen. He says, and when you stand praying, forgive if you have aught against any, that your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive your trespasses. Amen. Ooh, that's a good rule, Amen. So we don't need to be praying with unforgiveness in our heart. Amen. I said we don't need to be praying with unforgiveness in our heart. We need to repent and forgive because what? We want our prayer answered. Amen? Amen. So, Lord, what, what, are, what are some of the rules? What are some of the other rules? This is a prayer petition. This is just you and the Lord. Amen. All the time, you don't need a prayer partner. I'm going to say that again. All the time, you don't need a prayer partner. Sometimes it can just be you and the Lord. Amen? But only have the Lord's word to stand on by faith. You're still going to have to use the word. But here's the key. Here's another key. You must believe when you pray that you have received it. Wow. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire, you desire according to the word of God. When you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Wait a minute, Lord. That's like instantaneously. That's instant. You're telling me that when I come before you and I'm praying and if I have faith, if I believe your word, I'm praying the word and I believe your word. It's a desire uh, from my heart according to your word. You says, if I just believe it, I'll have it? I, wait a minute. That's quick. Faith coming by hearing and hearing 
Faith coming by hearing. So that means the more word I hear, the more word I hear, not, 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 uh, not stories. Mm. Got to have the word. Got to have the word. Amen. Faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So the more word I hear, the more faith comes. The more word I hear, the more faith comes. So the more I hear the word and the more faith comes and the faith is built up, then when I go to God and I begin to pray, guess what? My heart is already lined up with God's word. So the desire in my heart is already God's desire. He says if I come to him and I'm believing, I'm strong in my faith in it. He says you can have it. Somebody say, I can have it. it. Say, follow the rules. Faith is confidence in the trustworthiness of Christ. Woo! It is the conviction that what God says is true and that what he promises will come to pass. Amen. Hebrews eleven sixteen 16 says, says, but without faith, it is impossible. Uh-oh. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. So if I'm coming to God and I'm doubting and I'm not sure, he doesn't turn his back, but he just kind of, he's waiting. Amen. Where's your faith? How many times in the Bible did he go to heal somebody and he says, I saw your faith? He says, I saw your faith. Well, how do I see somebody's faith? Their actions, their deeds, what you do, how you carry yourself, your position. Faith, faith, but again, faith cometh by and hearing by the the word, the scriptures, the Holy Scriptures, the Holy Scripture. That means in this busy world that we live in, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to make time to sit down and read the Word of God. I'm gonna have to take a day where I take the foam off the hook, honey. I can't talk to you right now, sir, ma'am. I gotta call you back. I got to go spend some time in the word of God. I feel a little weak. I need my faith built up. Because, you know, the world will keep us busy. The world will keep us busy. So once faith is built up and built up and built up, it brings the confidence in the trustworthiness of Christ. We begin to believe that what God says is true and that what he promises, it will come to pass. I mean... You don't even, can I say something? You don't even have to work it up. It's how you get to the place where you've heard so much of the word and you've studied so much of the word. And again, I say, when you open your Bibles at home in your quiet time, read the word out loud to yourself. Faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So you can open your Bible, read the word to yourself out loud. And then, of course, the Bible says that the Lord gives you pastors that will teach you, give you understanding. So when your pastor is preaching or teaching or ministering or when you're reading the word to yourself, read it out loud because faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. And you'll start, look, it'll get to the place when you began to pray. Just as sure as you say you know the sun going to shine tomorrow, you believe the Lord. 
You believe him. Can't nobody knock you off. I promise you. I don't care what it look like. This even goes for sickness in the body. This goes for whatever you asking God for. Can't nobody take you off of it because you're strong in your faith. And then when people get with you, they'll say, Woo! I like to pray with you. Because when I pray with you, things move. Things happen. But that's only because your faith is strong in the Lord. And it's strong not because of you, but because of his word. And the Bible says in the beginning, John 1 and 1, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And the same was in the beginning with God. So guess what? Faith coming by hearing, hearing by the word of God. And I could say faith coming by hearing and hearing by God. Because the word is God. Hey, hey, it's God. And you got the word on that. All you got to do is go back and read John 1 and 1. Believe to have faith to accept something as true. Just go ahead and accept the word of God as being what? Absolute true. That's the prayer of faith. Then the next prayer is the prayer of consecration and dedication. This one's a little, little tough at times, amen? Go to Luke. Go to the book of Luke, amen. Thank you, Father. I want my prayers to be answered, Lord. I want my prayers to be powerful, Lord. Hallelujah. I don't want to be just talking off the top of my head and the Lord looking at me saying, what are you saying? What, what you, can you make up your mind? What you want me to do? Do you know what you want me to do? What does my word say about it? I want him to answer my prayer. Luke 22, verse 41. And I'm going to read all the way to the 45th verse. Amen? And this is the prayer of consecration and dedication. And it says, And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's cast, and kneeled down and prayed, saying, Father... If thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. And there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him, strengthening him. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was as it were great drops of blood falling down to the ground. And when he rose up from prayer and was come to his disciples, he found them sleeping for sorrow. Mm. Please don't sleep for sorrow. Sleep because you're tired. Sleep because you want to get some rest. But don't sleep because you're sorry. You know, sometimes we can be so sorrowful, our heart can be so full, that we, it will cause our body to slump and slumber. You don't want to do anything. You don't want to live anymore. Be careful. Beware of the enemy bringing so much sorrow in your life. He takes your strength. What does the word say? The joy of the Lord is my strength. Ask God to keep your joy up. Ask him to keep your joy up. Be joyful in the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. This is the only prayer. Somebody say only. Only. This is the only prayer that you can use the word if in. No other prayer can you put the word if. It cannot be used for the prayer of healing. Too many times we make that mistake. 
we sick, we need God to heal us, and we say, Lord, if it be thy will. Wait, 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 wait. What does the word say, though? God is a healer. Amen. Come on. We got to stick with the word of God. The word says God wants to heal us. Amen. So you can't say, if it be Oh, hallelujah. A lot of times we go to the hospitals and we go visit people and we pray for the sick. And the last thing we say in the prayer is, Lord, if it be thy will. No, you got to keep your foot on the neck of the devil. It is the Lord's will. Stay with the scripture. I'm going to help you. I'm going to give you a little key. The reason why we got so much sickness and disease and untimely deaths in the church is because people are not being, and I'm sorry, taught the word of God. Amen. Amen. We, see, I was a little girl. My mom and daddy took, took us to church, and I used to hear them say, well, if it's your time, it's just your time. Well, uh, if the Lord is ready for you, the Lord... I don't have time to go into this one, but I will say this. The scripture that says he gives some 70, 80, 90. When you do the in-depth study, you find out that the reason why the children of Israel were dying at 70, 80, and 90, watch this, when in Genesis he said, the Lord says, my spirit will not always strive with mankind, for that his days shall be 120 well, the reason why the children of Israel were dying at 70, 80, and 90 is because of their sins. It was because of their sin against God. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. See, if I'm going to believe the word, I'm going to believe the whole word. The Bible says when Jacob was dying, he told death, hold up. I haven't blessed my children yet. Hold up. The Bible says he was in the bed. It says he sat straight up in the bed. He told death to hold up All right. in Jesus' name because right. I'm not finished. Right. When I finish, then I can go. He calling it up. So I don't know about nobody else, but I'm striving to make it to 70, make it to 80, make it to 90. Make it to 99. Make it to 100. And so you can't take it away from me. Because I see people all the time on the TV having a 102nd birthday. Hallelujah. You can't take it from me. Because God got people in the earth that I can identify with. And, and some of them still driving. Yeah. And they got a, a little routine they do. Now they know they can't go all across America, but they say, I go to the store, I go to church, I go visit my friends. Yeah. So I got some I can identify with. I'm holding, I'm holding to the word. I'm grasping the word. I'm going to hold on and cling to the word. I'm going to adhere to, believe in, and trust in the word of God. Hello? For my 120. The word of God is powerful. That's why you need to 
Uh-huh. It's all powerful. Yeah. Because the word is God. Yeah. I said the word is God. Yeah. He the same God that parted the Red Sea for the Israelites. He the same God that gave David the understanding of how to kill Goliath. The word will help you bring Goliath down. The word in your life will help the Red Sea depart so you can go across on dry land. And folk will be looking at you saying, I don't know how they making it. I don't know how he making it. I don't know how she making it. It's the word, honey. It's the word. I don't, want, I, don't, don't tell you, I don't want no story. Don't give me no story. Save it. Give me the word. And when I say the word, I'm talking about the scriptures. If it be thy will. No, it is his will. Okay, I'll bring you to the New Testament. Hold on, I heard you. Go to, go, go to the book of Mark. Oh, my God, help us. Help us. Help me. No, no, help me. Help me. I want to be helped. I'm not letting this devil take me out. I'm not letting this devil steal from me. Not when Jesus has already died on the cross, paid the price, gave us the victory. Go to Mark, the 16th chapter. And I don't want to hear it. Tell my dad was for the disciples. Weren't you a disciple of Christ? And, and by the way, this is the New Testament for any of you because most people say, ah, oh, she in the Old Testament. Now, let's go to the New Testament then. And it is written in red. Ah, uh, did Jesus say it? Uh-huh, he sure did. Mark 16, 15. And he said unto them, talking about Jesus, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. That's the word, right? Amen. To every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. Wait a minute. He didn't say the preacher, the pope, or the priest. He said these signs will follow them that believe. But having faith, trust what God say. Have a strong conviction on what God's word say. It's healing time. He says, and these signs shall follow them that believe. Say that with me. And these signs shall follow them that believe. Say he's talking to the believer. Say, I'm a believer. Uh oh, there it is again. In my name. What's his name? Jesus. What's his name? Jesus. What's his name? Because you got to know the name. You're going to have to know the name. Jesus is God. You can call him God all day long, but you need to know his name. I say he got a name. (laughs) He says, and these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. And they shall speak with new tongues. Woo! They shall take up what? Serpents. And if they drink any daily thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the the who? On the who? See, I'm going to preach it loud because I lay hands on the sick and I've seen them get up. See, if you ain't never did it, 
Then you go. And they should lay hands on the sick. You're going to be timid about it. You got to believe the word, not the naysayers. We got a lot. Do you know there are a lot of naysayers that do not believe the word of God? And they wonder why the word doesn't work for them? You got to have faith in the word. Hebrews again. He that cometh to God must first believe that he is. Uh oh. And he's a rewarder. I love that. I love it. He's a rewarder of them, of them who diligently seek him. Time for me. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So guess what? We can lay hands. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me, let me just go back. Because we are believers and in his name. Remember he said, in my name, you're going to cast the devil out. So that means when you get ready to pray for somebody, you're going to have to use the name of Jesus. The devil ain't studying our name. He doesn't care about our name. But when you say Jesus, something about the name. How does that? Something about the name Jesus. Mm. Shine for me. Jesus. Jesus. So you can cast out devils and demons. Now, speaking with new tongues, there's a, this is a twofold meaning. Believers, number one, when you receive, and I, I don't have time to go in, you know, hey, but it's in the Bible, I believe the word. But when believers receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, they do speak in another language. It's a heavenly language. But there's also another speaking with new tongues. It means I don't talk like everybody else. Amen. Oh, we're not going to make it. Oh, I don't know how we're going to do. Oh, I don't know if I ever recover. I felt that. Well, preacher, have you ever been sick and you knew you couldn't get Oh, yes. And I had to go to Jesus. And that's why I'm standing right here before you today in 2022. And I'll be here in 2023, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 35, 40, 50, 60, 70. I'm going to be here. What the song say? Have you tried Jesus? <laughs> Have you tried Jesus? Have you tried him for your Savior? Have you tried Jesus? Have you tried him for your healer? Mm, I tried Jesus. Yeah, Lord. Yeah, Lord. It's all right. You can sit there. And be pious and look cute. But every now and then, something knocks at the door. Sometimes, every now and then, something knocks at the door. And you're going to have to answer that door with the word of God. So as a believer, 
I can cast out devils. You can cast out devils. You can speak with new tongues. You can pick up serpents and any deadly thing. And if you drink any deadly thing, it will not hurt you. You got to trust him. You got to trust him in the times we're living in. And we got to teach our children to trust the Lord. A bit of a truth. A bit of truth. Most of the time, little ones going to follow the parents. Most of the time, 12, 13, they're going to follow the parents. And I don't care, male or female. So if we're not living nothing, they're not going to live anything. If we don't put high priority on the word of God and go into church, go into Sunday school, they're not going to put any priority in it. We have to set the example. And a lot of times I learned setting the example doesn't always mean I have to say something to them. I just need to live it. I just need to do. Because they watch everything. And I have to be consistent. All the time it's not beating them over the head with the word live it. Live it. Live it. Let them see. What did Jesus say? They shall see your light and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. Can I, can I say something? And I got to live it, and you got to live it, in the good and the bad. We can't jump ship when trouble comes. That's when we have to stand up and do like Jesus did. Jesus said he rebuked the winds and the storm. And I always tell the congregation, since sometimes, you know, we're in training. We are the sons and daughters of the Lord. Yes, we are. We are believers. We are the sons and daughters of the Lord. And if at first it doesn't work, try again and again and again and again until it do work. He says, and they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. When you go to pray for people who are sick, spend some time giving them the word. I've had people to come in here, no word, no teaching, no, just, you know what I'm saying, just out here. And I try to explain to them, you need to come sit up under the word, get conditioned. Let the word wash you. Let the word, watch this, build your faith. What did Jesus, please go back and you'll see it for yourself. Everybody Jesus healed, he says, your faith. You better come on here. You better come on here. You better come on here. He said, your faith has made you whole. Go back and read it. And yes, there are miracles. I've seen miracles where the person didn't have to believe anything. Um, the faith was there. The Holy Spirit was upon the life. The, the anointing was there to destroy the yoke and remove the burden. I've seen miracles. But okay, when the miracles are, better get in the word. Look what he says, 19th verse. So then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven. And sat on the right hand of God. 
And what did they do? And they went forth and preached everywhere. Watch this. The Lord working with them and doing what? And confirming what? The what, what did he confirm? The word. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What did he confirm? The word. Confirming the word with signs following. Amen. So be it. So he only confirmed what came out of the word. Not fables, not stories. Give me the word. So, Lord, you can't use if to pray. The promise of the Lord in the Bible. The only prayer that you can use if is in this prayer of dedication and consecration. That, that's the only one. And I'm, I'm fixing to show you why. Because when we started reading, we started saying that Jesus was asking for what? A cup to be removed. He, he, he knew he was about to go to the cross. He knew what was coming with it. But he, he has so, it's in the scripture, dedicated himself to go to the cross. Because Hebrews says, when it was asked of him, he says, Lord, I'm here to do thy will. He says, sacrifices and offering thy wood is not, but a body thou hast prepared for me. So in the garden, he was, he was kind of going through some things. He was in agony because he already knew what came with going to the cross. Amen. So that's why he could say, if it be thy will. But if you notice at the end, he humbled down and he said, not my will, but your will be done. So this is the only prayer that you can use the word if. You cannot use it in the prayer of healing. You cannot use it. You cannot use if to pray the promises of the Lord in the Bible. Because if it is in the covenant of his will, the word of the Lord, it is his will. The Holy Bible is a blood covenant book of promises from Jesus Christ to every Christian. The prayer of consecration and dedication sometimes come with a decision to go through some difficult things. And we may ask the Lord, if it is your will, please remove the way I have to go. Just like right now, I'm in a situation and I want out. <laughs> and I, I want out. And the only thing God keeps telling me is shine. Because I know what shine means. Shine means to stand, trust me, trust my word, and go on through. I'm saying, Lord, and he keeps saying, but the healing won't come unless you shine. The healing won't come unless you shine. The healing won't come, Anna, unless you go on through. Unless you let me take you through. He said, you want to see the healing? You got to stand. So that's what I'm talking about, this prayer of consecration. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes you're going to break down and you're going to say, Lord, if it be your will, let this cup pass from me. My cup running over. It's okay. I know where I'm at. And I'm going to come right back to you in English. Just give me a minute. I understand about the rules of tongues and all of that and yah, yah, yah. But you're not going to bind me up. Amen. I think that's so ridiculous. You're not going to bind me up. 
You're not going to see the Holy Ghost does the speaking. He gives the utterance. But if I shut my mouth, I bind him. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Bible says he that's speaking in the unknown tongue speaketh unto God and not unto mankind. But he that prophesied speaketh unto mankind. <laughs> okay. But then the Bible also says, believe the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe his prophets, so shall you prosper. I'm prophesying right now. Prophecy is to speak in a, English, a language that you can understand. So every time the word, the word, because this is a prophetic book. Amen. This is a prophetic book. Amen. Hey, yeah, Lord. Yeah, they all say, it in. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. So sometimes when you're in that difficult place, it's okay if you say, Lord, wow, this is too rough. If it be your will. Remove this from me. Because a lot of times in the difficult places, God is getting something out of us. Yeah. I say he's getting something out of us. Yeah. Hello? Yeah. He's doing something in us. So we got to learn to humble down and break and say, okay, God, not my will. <laughs> I don't like it. I'm not going to lie. I don't like it. But not my will. Your will be done. So there's the prayer of agreement. There's the prayer of faith. There's the prayer of consecration and dedication. We're going to get to this one. And there's the prayer of praise and worship. All right. We're not going to hold you all day. Please go to Luke chapter 1. Verse 46, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Luke chapter 1, verse 46. And Mary said, my soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. Is that in your Bible? Amen. For he had regarded the low estate of his handmaiden, for behold, from henceforth, all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty had done to me great things, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him from generation to generation. Go to Psalms 139. Thank you, Jesus. We're talking about the prayer of praise and worship. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your word. I want my prayer strong, Lord. I want it full of your word because your word is full of power. Because I want an answered prayer. And I don't want it to take years and years. Do you know your prayer doesn't have to take years and years? Do you know there are times when you're praying, God will tell you, not now? Do you know there are times he will say, I'm going to do it. Wait on me. You still get an answer. Amen. You still get an answer. Amen. Psalms 139, Amen. verse 14. Amen. It says, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. 
My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously worked in the lowest parts of the earth. Then eyes did see my substance, yet being imperfect, and in thy book all my members were written, which in continuously were fashioned when as yet there was none of them. How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God. Uh, how great is the sum of them. If I should count them, they are more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with thee. Praise is giving the Lord thanks for what he does. Worship is giving because of who God is. Now, you say, well, how in the world do you pray praise and worship? Because you can go to the Psalms, you can find scriptures and put them in your prayer. Amen. You can sing praise and worship or you can pray praise and worship. Okay. Go to Revelation chapter 4. We just about to wrap this up. Amen. Revelation. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Revelation chapter 4. Let's look at verse 1, please. It says, and John the apostle said, after this I looked, and behold, a door was opened in heaven, and the first voice which I heard was as it were of a trumpet talking with me, which said, come up hither, and I will show thee things which must be hereafter. And immediately I was in the spirit, and behold, a throne was set in heaven, and one set on the throne. And he that sat was to look upon like a jasper and a sardian stone, and there was a rainbow round about the throne in sight like unto an emerald. And round about the throne were four and twenty seats, and upon the seats I saw four and twenty elders sitting clothed in white raiment, and they had on their heads crowns of gold. And out of the throne proceeded lightnings and thunderings and voices, and there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. There are not seven gods. God is not divided. Those seven spirits are seven characters of himself. Amen? And it says, and before the throne there was a sea of glass like unto crystal, and in the midst of the throne and round about the throne were four beasts full of eyes before and behind. And the first beast was like a lion, and the second beast like a calf, and the third beast had a face as a man, and the fourth beast was like a flying eagle. And what were they doing? And the four beasts had each of them six wings about him, and they were full of eyes within, and they rest, not day and night saying, holy, 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 Lord God almighty, which was and is and is to come. Woo. And when those beasts give glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne who liveth forever and ever, the four and twenty elders fell down before him that sat on the throne and worshiped him that live it forever and ever, and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. You can pray that. You can pray that. You can pray that. You can lift God up so 
and let him know how much you love him. You, 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 can, you, can, you can pray praise and worship. And you pray long enough after a while, songs will begin to come. Yeah. Then you begin to worship him and praise him. You don't have, see, I don't wait till I get to the church to get stirred up. I'm already stirred up when I come through the door. All I'm waiting on is for everybody to get on one accord and I can join in. Now, it doesn't matter, hallelujah, if I'm louder or if they're quieter with that. Just, I just want to join in in giving my Jesus praise and worship. God been good, y'all. I said, God been good. God been good. He been good to us. What the song says, I owe him a praise. I think we always owe him a praise. Amen. When I opened my eyes this morning, hmm. I said, Lord, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Tornadoes were all up Schellinger's. Yes. I'm thinking, what? We're going to stop there. We're going we're gonna to stop there. There are two more, but I think we got the understanding of the rules of prayer. Amen? We gave you a card.